The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads. You've got the H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on those dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or the third-row seating gets your whole family in to experience the thrill together. The dual wireless charging pads make sure that no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead cell phone. Think about those adventurous activities you can do, like me taking a ski trip up with the family, maybe going on a camping expedition, anything and everything. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. You thought you could get rid of us that quickly? Are you kidding me? Rick Patino from Greece to New Rochelle, New York. The Hall of Famer is back in college basketball. It's Saturday night, and we've got an emergency podcast for you. Hit the sirens. Hey there, it's Gary Parish. It's Saturday, March 14, 2020. Welcome back to the CBS Sports Eye on College Basketball podcast, where we sometimes discuss camel fighting and leaky black. Matt Norlander is here with me, and what was supposed to be a slow Saturday in sports thanks to the coronavirus pandemic, became something other than slow by early afternoon. Iona has hired Rick Pitino to be its next men's basketball coach. It became official Saturday afternoon around 3.45 p.m. Eastern. I'd actually heard from a source early in the week that some big money Iona people were pushing for this. And then once Tim Kloos resigned, it became a likely scenario. And now here we are, Rick Pitino, a college basketball icon, a two-time national champion, a Naismith Memorial Hall of Famer, is back in the sport. Norlander, let's just get right to it. Are you surprised Rick Pitino is a Division I college basketball coach again? What are you more surprised at? Rick Pitino is a college basketball coach again? Or we're podcasting on Saturday after the season ended Thursday? I can't believe we're back together, buddy. I think one led to the other. I saw somebody on Twitter ask the question, are you more surprised we don't have a March Madness or that Rick Pitino is back coaching college basketball? I think that's actually easy. I'm more surprised we don't have a NCAA tournament. I'm more surprised and still coming to grips with the fact that the college basketball season's over. Mm. It's March 14th. Like Friday night of championship week was last night, right? I got off work and it's weird. There's no sports. There's nothing to do. I came home. And my wife and I watched eight episodes of High Fidelity on Hulu. There's nothing to do. I, I contracted strep. Inevitable. <laughs> my, my wife and kids had it. So I'm actually podcasting through uh, through some strep's throat right now. Little Playing rough, hurt. Got, Playing hurt. Got to so, get it done. Got to get it done. But I, I hear you. I, I, I think it's pretty obvious. It's more surprising that we don't have an NCAA tournament and we are in a coronavirus pandemic than it is that Rick Patino is coaching college basketball again because – if I'm being honest, and you can go check the podcast from the past, I'm not surprised Rick Patino's coaching college basketball again. I have for a while thought that he would be back in the sport, and I didn't know if it'd be next season or the season after or last season, frankly, but I thought eventually somebody would hire him, and uh, Iona makes sense for a variety of reasons. Yeah, um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a weird day, and yeah, we have not really had uh, really time to decompress yet since we podcasted. Um, because I, I I was working through the night and then got uh, dealt with all this stuff. But, yes, um, 
So I, I heard from a source on Saturday who uh, informed me that Rick Pitino had reached out to his players uh, with the Greek basketball team that he has been coaching, and he told them that Rick Pitino was leaving to coach college basketball again with the intention of returning to Greece to finish out uh, the season with the Greek national team if the calendar does allow. So uh, when that happened, uh, at that moment I didn't have confirmation that it was Iona, but it was a heavy lean. Uh, Worked to get a second one, a second source there with all of that, and then quickly, quickly moved to that point. You mentioned coronavirus, GP. There's a lot of stuff we can talk about here on the Emergency Podcast, and we'll try and be uh, quick and dirty with it. But um, the coronavirus is why we're talking tonight with all of this stuff, because the spread of it, the precautions around it that led to the, the halt of the EuroLeague had Patino leave Greece, come back to the United States, which allowed him to uh, get in contact with the president, the athletic director, and other power players at Iona, and enabled him to be interviewed and offered the job uh, in a period of time that was essentially about 24 hours. If we don't have this, I don't know if that's He might have been the Iona coach either way, GP, but he would have been involved in, in EuroLeague here. So if it would have happened, it might have been delayed. It might not have happened at all. And then ironically enough, um, you know, New Rochelle, New York is is effectively shut down. They have the National Guard there because it has the highest concentration of, of coronavirus cases. So, we, like, it's just weird that that's, like, the one spot where Iona's located where you can't really get around in most of the town. Um, but anyway, that's a little background into how this has come about. And, and Patino's been on the record with a, with a few outlets here, including our own Evan Daniels at 247 Sports. I do recommend you go and read that Q&A as well. Um I've heard from some people uh, as this was getting ready to break and then after it broke GP about just Patino coming back into college basketball, providing what might wind up being the biggest sports headline of the weekend. We'll see what Sunday brings. Um, but what's your expectation? What like What is your expectation for what Iona is going to be for however long Rick Patino coaches it? Like, Is this the right move, considering everything that's going to come with it, including potential NCAA sanctions that could still come because the you know the committee on infractions hasn't ruled from the Louisville case that led to his firing in 2017. Well, I, I wrote a column that uh, should be published by the time anybody's listening to this, and in it, I I make the point like 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 I list I understand on a surface level if you go my God how could a school hire Rick Patino? Like I, I get it uh, with all of his baggage, both past and present. Because as you accurately point out, uh, Louisville is expecting to get a notice of allegations sometime in the year 2020. It could be weeks, months, but somewhere in the year 2020. And at the very least, Rick Patino presumably is going to be charged with a head coach responsibility charge, right? The same one Bill Self got at Kansas. Now, Bill Self is directly tied to things in KU's notice of allegations. It is important to remember that as of March 14, 2020, Rick Patino has still never been directly tied to any violation that happened at Louisville. And he'll tell you that over and over and over again. And to, to, in fairness, when he tells you that, it is true. Uh, we don't know what will be in the notice of allegations. But again, as of March 14, 2020, he's never been directly tied to anything. There's no wiretap that incriminates him. Uh, like there's a wiretap that incriminates Will Wade. There is no text message that came out in federal court that incriminates him. Like there's a text message that incriminates uh, Bill Self. Uh, but still, 
undeniably violations happened within his program on his watch. It's ultimately why he was fired at Louisville, and it is why he will be held accountable to some degree by the NCAA. And so if you want to say Iona shouldn't do this because they don't know what's about to happen, it's a reasonable point of view, although the Iona athletic director did say today that they have done their quote-unquote due diligence, whatever that means, and that they have no reason, quote, no reason, to believe that a show cause is on the way, and it appears that anything short of a show cause, even if it's some sort of suspension, like they're just willing to deal with it because they're Iona and he's Rick Patino. So that, that all of that is important to note because it's a part of this story. But the larger thing, the more prevalent thing I saw on social media is how could you hire somebody like Rick Patino? And like I said, on one hand, I, I understand that. Um, but on the other hand, this is college basketball. So I have no idea what makes you think the standard of the sport is somewhere above Rick Patino. As I wrote in the column, college basketball is a sport where Bruce Pearl has coached at Auburn with a show calls penalty attached to his name, where Steve Fisher got another chance at San Diego State after being in charge at Michigan during the Fab Five era, where John Calipari is among the nation's highest paid coaches at Kentucky, even though he vacated Final Four appearances at UMass and Memphis, where Todd Bozeman got another chance at Morgan State after admitting to paying a player while at Cal, where Will Wade is still coaching at LSU despite being caught on a wiretap discussing a, quote, strong-ass offer for a prospect, um, where Sean Miller is still coaching at Arizona despite his top assistant, Book Richardson, being caught on a wiretap discussing what he said Miller's role was in a pay-for-play scheme, and where Bill Self is still coaching, as recently as a few days ago, the nation's number one team, despite an NCAA case that's pending that most believe will result in a severe punishment for KU and Bill Self specifically. When you consider everything I just said, please try to tell me what makes Rick Pitino unhirable. Not unhirable. The only difference is Pitino has many more instances of uh, you know, somewhat nefarious activity or, or connection to uh, excessive rule-breaking at the NCAA level. That's the only thing that's different about him versus all the other ones because everything else you mentioned, with the exception of Cal, which is multiple, it's, it's guys with only one case and with Patino. Well, well, the, well the, there, there, is, there is one other thing, and it's the, the personal shortcomings. Of course. That are, that are well-documented. But you know, I was asked about this on CBS Sports HQ um, earlier, and I'm not dismissive of that. Like when you are such a prominent university employee to embarrass your employee the way that your employer, the way Rick did – and to embarrass your family the way Rick did is obviously that's something that, you know, it's a part of his story. And it's an ugly part of his story. I guess I would just say, and this is what I told um, the guys on HQ, is that if we're going to start um, disqualifying coaches who have personal shortcomings from working in college athletics, um, we're going to need a big broom to sweep them out. Right, right. Um, it will be fascinating. Uh, Patino in the MAC. <laughs> um you know, fascinating and interesting enough, he has a former player of his, Steve Masiello, who played for him at Kentucky, is the coach at Manhattan there. Um, if you're Iona, yeah, I mean, you you could not have had a bigger hire. In terms of doing his due diligence, I have to take the AD at his word, uh, at his word. You know, Tim Kluis was out um, for this past season due to health issues that he never uh, revealed to the public. 
So there is obviously potential that um, the AD uh, could have, you know, been working on this in back channels for weeks at this point. That's certainly possible because otherwise, if you look at the timeline, and you know, even if you knew three, four days ago about Kloos stepping down uh, to get all the information you'd want in that amount of time, it's not impossible, obviously. But it just, you know, this this very much, uh, you know, happened in a hurry with Patino leaving Europe, coming home, and. Uh, going to Florida and Miami, where he has a residence, and and, and making this happen, um, it's <laughs> it's wild though. I was just thinking, like thinking earlier today, like season's over. We, you're right, we are in, on a weekend here. There's no games. It feels bizarre, and the, you couldn't have asked for like a bigger coaching carousel move than this. Like this is it's all it's all downhill from here from here on out. You know, it's uh, I'll be. I think it will work. I do think it will work. I don't think this is a st- stepping stone job. He's 67. Um, you know, I'll say Patino coaches at Iona for six or seven seasons, gets him to a tournament or two, has s- some success, and maybe uh, and maybe that's really it. I was told by one source that this was, and this is, you know, this isn't, you know, privileged information. Patino has been public about this as well, but his heart really is in college coaching and it never sat well with him the way that uh, everything just was ripped away from him and some of it obviously deservingly so with the Louisville stuff considering all the stuff that had built up to that point and so this is uh, this is the job that he could get that he hopes can salvage some of his reputation there. Uh, Patino carries a very good rep when it comes to being uh, a master of the whiteboard no doubt about it and if there could be a scenario where he goes to Iona is completely uh, scandal free in every Every uh, sense of that phrase, GP, and and take Iona to uh to the top of the league, then maybe you know, when you think about Rick Pitino 20, 30, 40 years from now, yes, the other stuff will come up, but uh, the fact that he is considered an elite basketball mind might again uh, be the very first thing that springs to mind because that's not the case right now. At sixty seven, he'll be sixty eight later this year. It is among many things, but it's not the very first thing, and I think that's ultimately what he's chasing. Which is a shame because. He is genuinely one of the greatest all-time college basketball coaches. Like, only man in history to win two national championships at two different schools. Now, one of them has been vacated. I gotcha. But he still won them. So, like, the way I phrase it is true. He won national titles at two different uh, Division I universities. Um, Taking three different schools to the Final Four. Um, If you go through his Wikipedia page and make note of everywhere he left college basketball – and the situation that he left behind and the time that he missed, you could very reasonably, if he would have never stopped coaching college basketball through this day, um, very reasonably make the case that he'd be right there with Mike Krzyzewski in terms of all-time wins. And how many national championships would he have? I mean, he like mm-hmm. the Tubby Championship would be his. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can't guarantee he would have won it, but right. that's his team. That's his team. Yeah. So there's three. Does he get another one at Louisville somewhere? That's four. Does he ever leave Kentucky and just keeps that thing rolling? Like he might be sitting here four or five national titles mm-hmm. and, you know, who knows how many hundreds of wins and be, would be regarded as possibly the GOAT right there with Mike, if not above Mike. Like he is that good, that great, that elite. And yet you're exactly right. Um, when you say the name Rick Patino, it people don't think of him that way. They make a – you know, 15-second joke. They make an Italian restaurant joke. Um, they talk about strippers and prostitutes on campus. 
Um, and it's unfor- I, I, I'm sure it must bother Rick on some level. It would bother me if I were him. And so perhaps this is a way to to write some of that. You know, have one final chapter in Division One basketball at a mostly off the radar school, but a place where you can still, you know, get into the NCAA tournament, maybe win a game um, or two. And so I, I imagine that's the motivation here. And I said earlier, like, of course, Rick Pitino was going to return to college basketball. Somebody was going to hire him. Um, you know, if somebody's going to hire Bruce Pearl and somebody's going to employ, you know, Bill Self and Sean Miller and Will Wade under these circumstances, like, I, I you know, of course, somebody's going to hire Rick Pitino. But it, it should, it's only fair to note, not everybody would hire Rick Pitino. I mean, there's a reason he's coaching at Iona instead of Indiana in the Metro Atlantic instead of the Atlantic Coast. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the type of job he could get. If he could get a better one, I'm sure he would. He would take it. Now, I could make the argument that he should have gotten a better one, but either way, here we are. He's at Iona, and here's what I think. I think he's going to win conference championships. I think he's going to be back in the NCAA tournament. Norlander, yes or no, Rick Patino, at some point before he retires, has Iona in a Sweet 16. No. No? No hesitation, no. No, you just think it's outlandish. Yes, it's not happening. It might not happen, but it's not outlandish. All right, unlikely. I thought That's you were going to say tournament. Unlikely. I was ready to say, I thought you were like, yes or no, Norlander. Rick Pitino will get Iona to the NCAA tournament. I was so ready to be like, yeah. He might do that in year one just because he's Rick Pitino. Do you know what it's like? Here, You want to know? Here, Think about what Louisville was with Rick Pitino. And I say this with all due respect to David Padgett. You don't, though. You don't. Go ahead. Go ahead. But but you replace Rick Pitino with David Padgett, and it just it's a totally different thing. Like it's it's a Rick Pitino could have went to a Final Four with that team, and David Padgett like just the, the team's not any good. Like it's just a totally different. Rick Pitino is that good? I I I don't I'm not I'm not uh, enlightened enough about the current state of Iona's roster to tell you what's possible and what isn't. But you let Rick Pitino get his players in there in a span of two two years. I bet you Rick Pitino's in the NCAA tournament by year two. Yeah, you got him in the Final Four by year four, I think, at this point. And it should also be noted that you I should own- go, hey, go look at his track record of when he takes a job, how quickly he gets to the Final Four. I don't need to look at Pitino's track record when you talk about things going by quickly here. So uh, when you look no, at the Iona, Lander the Bider now making six jokes. Different trips to the NCAA tournament under Cluse was Iona since 2012. It's obviously a very good uh, program historically within the MAC. Um, it had success under Tim Wells and Jeff Ruland as well. Kevin Willer was actually solid there, solid in a three-year stretch. So he is actually going to a spot where I think it's set up for him to do well, and it's interesting as hell. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I would imagine I'll once all this corona stuff calms down, whenever that is, Two months, four months, ten months from now, I have no idea, but uh, take a trip down to New Rochelle and uh, check out an Iona practice, an Iona game, and it's got it's got the potential to be uh, very interesting. There's no, there's there's zero doubt about that. We'll say our, our our friend Pat Forty of Sports Illustrated he wrote a scathing column on Saturday after this and uh, basically lobbed out uh, some doubt over as to whether Iona really did do its. In, Due diligence, because you know, Forty, who obviously has uh, has uh, has as strong connections with Louisville, considering that's where he lives, as any writer in the country, and I think there is an anticipation and expectation that severe punishments could hit that program. Because remember, when the FBI stuff happened, Louisville was already on probation. It's a repeat offender under probation, so the program itself is going to be caught in the crosshairs here. 
And because Patino was the coach, even though Louisville fired him, there's no guarantee that he won't serve a significant punishment. For all the talk that we talk, uh, for all the discussions we have and the talk with, well, Bill Self could serve a 20-game or 30-game suspension, and Sean Miller could serve the same, and maybe Will Wade. There's no reason to believe that Patino can't be the exact same only because he was fired doesn't save him from that ultimate fate. So keep that in mind. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying it could be on the table, and I would definitely expect him to serve some sort of suspension that will be enacted by the NCAA whenever uh, either the COI or the independent review panel, uh, depending on which group takes the case. So keep that in mind as well. Uh, Patino, he's a coaching addict. He's willing to take this challenge on, and obviously Iona thinks it's worth the risk. And you can you can make a lot of arguments that it is. Um, you can also be a big cynic and say Iona did this in the midst of the biggest health crisis crisis this country has seen in decades. And so, if you were ever going to make this kind of move and try and dodge as much blowback as possible, it's on March 14th through 2020. So uh, we'll wait and see what happens here. Oh, and as a side note, like. Is he going to return to Greece and coach the national team if that, if that's even going to be possible? If not, like you can't recruit right now. <laughs> I don't even know what you can do as a new hire. So you know he'll be able to do some stuff, but there's a lot of stuff to, like in terms of the hands-on stuff. The reason why Patino wants to get back in coaching, <clears throat> strap. The reason why Patino wants to get back in coaching is because he likes being in the gym, practicing with guys, and you know just improving 19, 20, 21 year olds, getting better at the game. Well, you can't do that right now. Players are not allowed to do that, so he's going to have. I mean, that itch will not be scratched for for a good while now. And um... it, it, you're exactly right; he could face a suspension. And but if you're Iona, I mean, I feel like they just sort of because one of our editors, Marcus Nelson, asked me like, "Well, what happens if if he gets suspended?" I'm like, "I'm I'm I, I, I'm going to assume Iona knows that is a possibility because like, all you got to do is Google." Like you just got to Google Rick Pitino's name and you would know it's a possibility. So I'm, I'm just assuming they just decided if he misses 20 games, then we still got Rick Pitino as our coach in game 21. You know, if he misses, you know, one season, then we still get Rick Pitino in season two. Like whatever, you know, like, you know, it's, it, we still end up where at some point we still end up with Rick Pitino. And that's better than us not having Rick Pitino. Like that's got to be um, the way of, of, uh, of thinking uh, there. And to your point about him being addicted to the gym, like that is not an overstatement. You know, I remember talking to Rick at some point over the past year. I don't even remember what the root of the phone call was, but we were just whatever, whatever, either he reached out to me or I reached out to him. I'm not sure which or what it was about, but at some point, whatever the purpose of the call was is over and we're just talking because I've actually known Rick for a long time back from when I was a Memphis beat writer and he was at Louisville, um, you know, and they were both in conference USA. Like I, I've, I've known Rick even before I got um, the CBS job. And so, you know, we were talking, we talked about that, but ultimately like he just sort of started opening up and everything was, you know, I, I wasn't working on a story, but he was like, Gary, I'm just telling you, people think I miss coaching inside the Yum Center. And coaching on national television. And he's like, all of that's awesome. But what I miss is getting into the gym and individual workouts. He's like, ask any of my former players. Like, I am in the individual workouts. I like to get there early. I like to work individually with people. I love teaching. I love skill development. The games are great. But I enjoy the day-to-day in the practice gym as much as I enjoy any other aspect of it. 
And if nothing else, he gets that back at the collegiate level where you really can be a teacher and a difference maker. It is not just um, some talking point when people suggest he really does miss that teaching basketball to college basketball players. Um, he loves that. And, you know, and I, I'm, you know, I, I'm glad that he's going to get another chance to do it. You know, I, I understand his sins and I also believe he's paid a real price and Rick Patino being back in college basketball. If other people want to be disgusted by it, they can. I just, I won't go there. My last thought on this is that this hiring happened before I thought it would. I was never, I, I was not as confident as you that Patino would find his way back to college basketball. I didn't think it to be unlikely, but I would have put it probably at about 60-40 it not happening. It has happened. I didn't think it would happen this soon. I did not think that it would happen before the NCAA had its ruling on Louisville, uh, but Iona gets out ahead of it, and here we are. So uh, I think it will be an interesting rest of 2020 for Patino uh, and Iona, but I do expect, like you, uh, for him to get the team to the tournament. I don't expect, like you, for him to lead Iona to a national championship by the year 2030. I didn't say national championship. I said I can see him in the Sweet 16. And by the way, I said go check how quickly he turns things around at his last three jobs. Last three jobs, obviously, being Providence, Kentucky, and Louisville. He had each of those schools in the Final Four by year four. Okay, so Iona... To the Final Four by 2024. Iona will be in the 21, 22, 23, 24. Iona will be at the worst. This is worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, Iona is in the 2024 Final Four. That's what history shows us. I, 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 well, history shows us many other things. I can think of many worse, worst case scenarios with Rick Patino coach teams. But if you want to ride on that train, by by all means, man, and hop no, on the tracks. No, no, no. Worst, worst case scenario is. Iona is in the Final Four in 2024. The best case scenario is obviously they win the whole thing next season. In all seriousness, I don't think Iona is going to a Final Four or winning a championship. I do not think it's crazy to think we're going to look up and see Iona in the Sweet 16 in 2023. That's not crazy to me. All right. Hey, listen, I'm all for the best stories, and that's just – that would be an unreal to think about Iona making it through that far. It would be, it would be wild. But all right, we'll see what else we get from the carousel going forward. Obviously, if notable stuff happens, we'll be here for you uh, with podcasts that require it. We also, just to give you a heads up, um, do have our All-American teams coming out in a few days at CBSSports.com. So there's things that we can discuss about that on podcasts to come as well. But uh, yeah. I, I, it's just a little surprised we're talking again already, but Patino News warrants it, and just because there aren't games, the news will not stop, and uh, this one just came a lot earlier than expected. Yeah, I mean, I was, I'm disappointed, like everybody else, that, that you know we're not watching conference championship games today and getting ready for the selection show tomorrow mm-hmm. and heading to the NCAA tournament later next week. Um, but once you process all that, and sort of go, listen, it's over. There's nothing we can do about anything. I was like, this is kind of nice. Like a Saturday morning, like I woke up. I watched TV with my wife for four hours on Friday night. Went to bed, woke up this morning. And I was like, okay, I got to do an HQ hit. So I did that. And then I went to the grocery store because we, we needed stuff. So And then I was like, I'm going to come home and knock out the last two episodes of High Fidelity. 
And before I even get home, Rick Pitino's trying to get hired at Iona. So um, it has been a, a, a busier day um, than I anticipated it being, um, you know, when I went to bed last night. But either way, um, you know, it, having Rick Pitino back in college basketball, whether you like it or don't like it, it's a big deal. It's a significant thing. And it could end up being, I think you said this on HQ, perhaps said it earlier in the podcast, um, you know, the biggest coaching hire um, mm-hmm. of the coaching carousel uh, this entire offseason because relatively speaking, it does appear that it's going to be a, a slow coaching carousel. Um, you think you can get well by t- uh, Sunday afternoon because we have a fake <laughs> selection show dra- uh, bracket thing going on at CBS Sports HQ. Yeah, so it's uh, probably a, a more proper way for me to say, well, uh, it's simulation Sunday, okay? Simulation, simulation Sunday. Sunday. Simulation Sunday. And yeah, I'm going to try and get a lot of rest here tonight, drink a lot of water. And um, try and be good for it. But, yes, for those who are listening to the Patino Pod well in advance of 3 Eastern on Sunday, we are going to do something similar uh, to what we did on the previous podcast. But instead, we're going to take uh, simulations from Sportsline in addition to how Jerry Palm had his final bracket and just discuss what the simulations spit out and have a little fun with that. So if you are craving a little more bracket talk, we got one more big day, big show for you. Um, and you'll be able to watch that uh, on CBS Sports HQ Sunday at 3 o'clock. And that's, like, again, it's on your phone. If you've cut the cord, it's the CBS Sports HQ app on your smart TV. You can watch it on your tablet, your computer, any device. Uh, GP and I will be on there and should have should have a, a little bit of fun with it as we, we, we celebrate the bracket on what would have been Selection Sunday but now becomes, again, Simulation Sunday. Shouts! To Devin Downey, shouts to Chester, South Carolina, shouts to Terry, MF, and Teagle, legend. Shouts to Larnell. Please go subscribe. I on College Basketball Podcast via Apple Podcast. Rate it favorably. Five stars with nice comments, and we will talk to you again at some point soon. Till then, take care. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.